Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Empowerment with Elizabeth. Today I am here with my sweet new friend, Annika, and she is going to talk to us about her experience as the new Miss North Carolina's teen. So Annika, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi everyone, my name is Annika Schneider. I'm from Stanfield, North Carolina. I'm 18, going to be 19 this Saturday. I am a dancer for talent. My CSI is called Read With Me. Um, I competed twice at our state competition, but grew up being a Carolina princess and everything in the Miss America organization. So that's a little bit about me. I'm in college at Pfeiffer University, which is a small private college in North Carolina. So yeah. I love it. I love it. And kind of walk us through your journey to the crown because it was kind of an unusual one. So kind of walk us through, you know, where you started and how it got you to where you are now. Definitely. So my first local title was Miss Stanley County's Outstanding Team then. And that year I placed top 11 at States, had an amazing time. I won the Scholastic Achievement Award, which was for having the highest GPA out of all the teens there, which was super exciting. So I had a great experience and then knew that I wanted to come back. And Stanley County was the county that I was born and raised in. So I really meant a lot to have that title that year. So next I went and competed for Miss Metrolina's Teen, won and was able to win the Scholastic Achievement at that local as well, which was super special to me um, because academics are just so important to me. And then I went to States that year, was called out top five, won preliminary evening gown, all the works, won a wellness award. I also was third runner up. My sister queen from that organization, Miss Queen City's team, we both represented like the Charlotte area. And she was second runner up. So we were like right there next to each other. And then it was funny because Hanley and her first runner up were from the same organization too. So it was like two sister queens back to back. Pretty cool. But I was very content with how things went. It was my last year competing as a teen because I was aging out. So I was obviously sad that, you know, I was never going to get that opportunity again. But I was very happy with how well I did and how I was authentically myself the entire week because I showed a lot more myself than I had my first year and definitely put in a lot more work and completely just the prep was completely different. I worked on so many parts of myself that I was able to grow in aside from pageantry. So it was definitely worthwhile and I didn't lose by any means. I definitely gained a lot of things. So Walked away pretty happy, pretty content. I knew it wasn't God's plan for me to have it because it would have, I would have had it if it was, you know? And I was like, you know what? I'm moving into college in August. Like, this is good. It'll give me an opportunity to like move into college and kind of get to experience all of that without, you know, having the state title on top of that because I knew that that would have been a huge, you know, stressor and time commitment as well. So I get to college get integrated, have an amazing time. I was able to get super involved on campus. Um, I'm a student ambassador um, in our campus activities board. I'm an FCA student leader. I'm in our student athletic advisory committee. I'm on the cheer team and dance team. So very involved. (laughs) And then I decided I was bored. So second semester, I added a seventh class to my semester and is there an organization that you are not involved in um I'm not an SGA student government (laughs) okay one got it (laughs) yeah okay seventh class yes 
So added a seventh class, began my 19 credit hour journey, was doing pretty well. And then I watched Miss America happen like the second week that I was back at college. And Hanley gets called top five and I immediately knew. I was like, she's got it. Like, there's no way. Because North Carolina hasn't done that well in a long time. And Hanley is just amazing. So I knew it. And then it got down to top two and became even more real. And my parents and I were watching it and she got called. And I was like, oh my gosh. We just all looked at each other and said that. And so then a couple seconds later, literally seconds, one of my sister queens from my very first year calls me. And I haven't heard from her in a little bit, like probably since the last day competition. And I was like, this is weird. But like maybe she's just trying to like talk to me about, you know, handling winning and everything. She immediately goes, are you going to take it? And I was like, what are you talking about? And she was like, first runner up and second runner up already said they're not taking it. And I was like, um, they're not going to give it to me. I kept telling her that. I was like, they're not going to give it to third runner up. Like, that's not happening. I had already texted the first runner up. Like, oh my gosh, you're Miss North Carolina's team. Because me and her were very close. So... Then Monday rolls around and my sister queen that got second runner up called me and was like, they just asked me, I declined, it's going to you. Because first runner up and second runner up had already had new titles for the season and they are younger than me, so they obviously had more time to compete. So I get the call out Monday and it was very surreal still. Like I still didn't believe that it was going to happen and immediately accepted, was so, so excited. So then from there on out, I've been Miss North Carolina's teen and it's been incredible. I love it. And I love that you texted texted the first runner up and we're like, congrats. And she's like, yeah, I actually said no. But I exactly. <laughs> it was very funny. She's like, actually, it's you. And I was like, that's really weird. <laughs> yeah, that is crazy. I always like to hear the story because sometimes, you know, it goes to the first runner up. And so they immediately are like, in that moment, they like realize what just happened. And they're like, whoa. Um, You know, I heard, gosh, what was her? Oh, Savannah, after Savvy Shields won Miss America, talking about like, I knew it was me immediately. Like, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, that just congrats to her but also congrats to me so it's just funny that yours was kind of like a around the a roundabout way Mm -hmm. Um, but I want to know about you know you as a competitor so tell us about your CSI you know what is it what have you been doing with it what are your plans for for this year with it so my CSI is called read with me it advocates for literacy as an educational and therapeutic opportunity for everyone I started it because during the COVID-19 pandemic I'm a very extroverted person love to be around people so that kind of rocked my world and threw my mental health for a loop and I started reading and it allowed me to kind of escape the chaotic world that we were all living in at the time and so I was like, okay, I want to share this with everyone. And reading obviously helped me academically. And so I just wanted people to see all the benefits that reading has to offer. So I started Read With Me whenever I had my first local title. I hosted a book club several times, hosted bookmark contests, hosted book drives where I collected over 600 books that were given out at all my school appearances, visited so, so many schools in not only Stanley County, but also the Charlotte-Mecklenburg area whenever I was Miss Metrolina's teen, did just so, so much, educated people as much as I could. It was an amazing time, but throughout that entire time, I wanted to create a children's book. 
So that's what's coming very soon. I am writing my own children's book, and it is going to be called Read With Me. It's just going to be about my journey to creating my CSI and showing it's sometimes a little bit hard to convey that message to second graders or lower. So that's why I always wanted a children's book. And there was never a book that I took to appearances that I was like, oh, I, I want to read this one. It was kind of like whatever I was feeling that day or sometimes I let them pick, you know, things like that. So I'm super excited to have that. I'll also have an official bookmark. And so I'm just super excited. And then Read Across America Week is going to be huge for me. I'm visiting so many schools. And I'll actually be to school next Tuesday for my first school visit as Ms. North Carolina's teen. So I'm so excited. I love it. I love it. Okay. I have like three things that I thought of. I'm a big reader too. And so I, a lot of my CSI is food security, so I really can't incorporate it, but I've tried. Mm -hmm. And some of the things that I've been thinking of, one, you should do like a little free library that's like dedicated to Miss North Carolina's teen. That would be so stinking cute. And then two, I want to know what your favorite book is. But before I tell you, before you tell me that, I also forgot to tell you that I did like a little poll on my Instagram story today and was like, who should I have on my podcast next? And I had two or three people respond and say you, like girls who had like competed this year for Miss America's Teen. So you are a hot commodity. Like this is like a big deal right here to have you on. So I just, I forgot to tell you that. And so I have to tell you that, but I want to know what your favorite book is because I'm a big reader too. Okay, I don't, I have a favorite book series and a favorite genre, but I don't specifically have a favorite book. I I also don't have like a specific favorite artist or like singer or like anything like that. So I'm just kind of wishy-washy there. But my favorite genre is historical fiction. And then my favorite book series was always the I Survived series. I absolutely loved those as a kid. So historical fiction is definitely it for me. So anything in that genre, I'm going to absolutely love. Have you ever read Redeeming Love by Francine Rivers? No. You would love that if you like historical fiction. It's so Okay. Cool. This has actually turned into our book club, if you can't tell. Yeah. <laughs> no longer a podcast, just us talking about books. Um, but I want to know about your talent, too. So what is your talent? Um, I think you mentioned that you're a dancer. So what, uh, what did you dance to this year? What did you dance to last year? How do you go about selecting a piece to compete with? Yeah. So for me, it's always something jazz. And kind of like musical theater-ish. I always want something different, something that I know other people aren't going to do. I'm never going to choose a classic song because I don't want people to know it. I want it to be kind of very unique and kind of a surprise. So this past year, I danced to Just Watch Me Now by Lady Bree. She actually sounds just like Lizzo. And everyone thinks that Lizzo sings the song, but she doesn't. And it was amazing, and I loved that dance. I wore pink and orange. So, also backstory, I use a color theme for all of my, like, competition stuff. So, oh, like, past year it was pink and orange. So, green. I wore pink and orange for every phase. year before, it was blue. So, yeah, I wore pink and orange. It was very hot and sassy, and it's, like, at the beginning, it's, like, um just watch out like I'm gonna get the crown like stuff like that it was like very play on words for a lot of it which shadowing really <laughs> yeah exactly so um it was a lot of fun I love that dance I've been able to, to perform it at a lot of our local competitions and then I'll perform it at our state competition when I give up my title too so it's really near and dear to my heart because everyone loves it and I love it and it's just very unique to me and shows a lot of my personality I love to be a performer. 
it's hard for me to do lyricals because I am so sassy on stage and love to like throw a wink or a duck face or, you yeah, know, go well with lyrical. <laughs> yeah. So that's definitely kind of my forte as a performer is jazz. I love it. I love it. And for our final question, I want to know the most difficult part about assuming a crown, um, you know, halfway through the year, you know, what has been your biggest roadblock and how have you overcome it? It's definitely difficult because you don't get eased into it like everyone else did. Like the day after, you know, Miss North Carolina's team is crowned traditionally, she has meetings all day where she gets to like ease into the role, learn about the program, and you're on that momentum and like that high of like you already know what you want to do. Whereas I had kind of removed myself from the pageant world to kind of get integrated into college and get involved. And then I was immediately thrown back in and, you know, amazingly, I was loved, I loved to be thrown back in, but it was a very quick transition. There was a lot that I had to learn very quickly. It goes back to being adaptable, which all pageant girls need to be, but especially in this situation, I had to learn a lot very quickly. There were some things that I didn't know. There was a lot of traveling that happened very quickly. A lot of, you know, work-life balance. I had a job at the time. I also applied for a campus job right before, literally the night before I knew. Of course. Yeah. (laughs) So there's a lot of things that have been put on hold and different things like that, but it's definitely worth it. And I would not want to be anywhere else. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Annika, for coming on and chatting with me about, you know, you as a competitor and what your year has looked like so far and what the rest of your year is going to look like. I so appreciate you. Thank you. Of course. And I will see the rest of you guys on our next episode. Bye, y'all.